call is being recorded. Hi, Chioma here. And I'm Mita. We're cousins and good friends who decided to turn our hours-long weekly phone calls into a podcast. Come into the room. Our open conversations are now open to you. In partnership with our friends at Yawa, this is Are You Me? I did have a really good conversation with my brother this week. Actually, it's probably the highlight of my week. Every once in a while when I think, if I think of like a way that I think he could do something that would be cute for Nicole or whatever, I'd like try to call. Uh, yeah, I try to like call and communicate that. At least that's what I feel I think I'm doing. But over time, <laughs> I think because of the way I am and because of the way I, I, I don't know. I feel like over time, it probably shifted to to feeling like more of a critical voice than a helpful voice. Mm. Like I didn't even realize that was the case, but um, so we get into it and I could tell that he's like, just not happy about it. Like he even expresses himself and he's just like, he, like that feeling of like being attacked. Right. And the energy of the combo essentially was that he just felt like you don't even know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Like you don't know if I'm doing anything So when you come at it with this tone That insinuates that I'm not Already Trying It just makes me feel like What about me <laughs> You know that kind of mm-hmm. thing And so we ended up getting into it And and it was just overall He was just like a, it, He just kind of shared that You know like even that I have a tendency to take Nicole's side, which to be fair, I've said, <laughs> I've said many times and I always say, <laughs> and I was like, okay, like I say that and it's not that I don't mean it, but I, but I also say, I try to explain like I also say under the umbrella of like, of course I support you and my brother. Like I want what's best for you. And for me, a lot of time, like what's best for you is also like trying to make sure that you are at your A game in this relationship, right? So like helping you see Nicole's point of view and pushing you to be better and stuff and being more critical is like, yes, in, in, in a microscopic reality, it's me taking Nicole's side, but like on the macro scale, it's like, I do that because I think it's going to serve you. And also like, I'm genuinely... And I stressed this to him. I'm like, I think I'm also, a, he he was talking about how he was like, kind of just, he was just triggered by the whole thing. Cause, um, cause it was just like a, like he works hard at trying to be a good husband, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know? So like the, any insinuation that he isn't, um, like just hits a certain way. And for me, I'm like, my trigger is, my trigger is like, I don't want us to have relationships that look like our parents. And I don't want us to repeat their behaviors and their actions and stuff like that. Right. So some of my critical energy is coming from like trying to make sure that I'm pointing out any areas where I think that may be the case and how we shouldn't be doing that anymore. Anyway. So we got into it and I was like, 
when he kind of laid out his view, because it was basically like a, well, you said it many times that you take Nicole's side. And like, in reality, like that is my experience. Like if I come to you with something, I don't necessarily, he basically said that he doesn't necessarily get the energy of like, okay, how are you coping with that? How are you feeling? What are you doing? You know, how, how are you? That it always just defers to like, okay, like you should, you should do this. You should fix this. And it's always more leaning towards like, okay, what did you do? How can we make it right? Not necessarily like, how are you? How are you feeling about this? And I was like, but when he, but when he said the, you know, like in reality, I actually support Nicole. That took me aback a lot. Cause I just thought like my siblings are my closest friends, you know, like I just thought that there would always be an understanding that like, I'm always for you. Like above all, like I like I guess I didn't feel like I needed to say that. I just thought mm-hmm. with our understanding of each other and with who we are and stuff, it would always just be assumed that anything I do is always coming of a place of like maximum support and love for them, even when the actions may not feel that way. I think the way I explained it to my brother was just like the base level of understanding between us from the love that we share is anything that you're telling me is coming out of like you are for me. You want what's best for me. Even when you're selling me something I don't like or you're opposing me, it's genuinely because you think that opposition is for my own, for my good, right? So I just kind of thought, I just kind of assumed that understanding. So I was really taken aback and actually kind of hurt that he would just see it as a, like, you don't take my side type thing. And so I was like, okay, well, it just seems like I don't think that we should be having conversations like that anymore. Like if, if that base level of understanding isn't shared, then like I'm not the right person for any conversations about like what may be going on with you and Nicole or things. I'm just not the right person. And he really, really pushed back on that significantly. And he was like, and I and and I, I think honestly, I just wanted to check out of the conversation because I was just so disappointed. And I just didn't see a path forward. Like I was just like, well, okay, like you see my actions in this way. And if that's the case, like then I'm I'm I just I genuinely didn't see how we I could ever be the right person for that if that's like if we don't share that base level of understanding. Mm-hmm. But he really, really pushed back. And I really wanted to end the conversation. I really did. And he was just like, no, no, no. Like, we're not going to end the conversation like this. Like, we're going to work through it. And and he and he was like, you know, your conclusion is too far. Like, that's not where we need to land. Like, obviously, that stuff needs to be talked about. Like, but it doesn't need to go to a, oh, and so, so we don't talk about this. Like, so he really, really pushed for us to break down the, argu- like, ba- break down our disagreement. Mm-hmm. And to find like the actual alignment and understanding. And he ended up, he did, he just did a lot of things that were really, I don't know. I just found them really special. Like the, the fight, the insistence on continuing the conversation was, I don't know. It was just, I just felt like fought for in that context, you know? Mm-hmm. And obviously, like I didn't want to have it, but just the fact that he was insisting and like did so in like 
a really calm way and kept, you know, was like, okay, ex- trying to explain this bit and explain parts of it was really great. And he like apologized for his view of the framing and like mm-hmm. not seeing all my actions as like actions of love and understanding, but then also explained some of his context of just feeling, feeling like, you know, he actually gets what I give him from a lot of sides and doesn't get as much support, which was then a surprise for me to learn. Cause I was like, even understanding that and seeing like, okay, there's not as much of an outlet, like gave me a lot of perspective. So I was able to like reflect on that and apologize. And then also reflect on my language and be like, first things first, I'm still team Nicole, obviously, but that's not useful language. Like framing stuff that way is not useful or helpful for us if it's going to make you feel like that being saying that means I'm against you in some way you know yeah like I don't want that to be the framing and obviously and also that I could do so much better about like actually asking like how are you what are you finding challenging like how's this going and thinking about like I think I've been so triggered about the success of relationships in our family mm-hmm. that sometimes like I don't know I feel like it has it's probably trumped some of my humanity frankly like just being so focused on that like okay like we need to do this well like we need to be better like you know thinking about that instead of just being like actually what makes us better is our openness and care and like being there for one another and being honest with one another and being kind, you know, and obviously being critical where there's, where there is a need, but like always couching that in, in a lot of love. And yeah, I just think like, it just, it was a really special way to argue for me. Like that was, I don't know. It just felt really nice like, and we talked about it after and we were just like this is actually like I think we both felt like it's, it was like one of the best conversations we might have ever had in our lives like and not just conversations with each other but like any because it was just exemplary of how like you can actually push past you can actually push past a lot when when you want to like when you choose someone there's openness obviously I was I was resistant and that was new for me um, and one of the things my brother was, was saying, he was like, this is so funny to me because a lot of these things I've learned and a lot of the things I do, like even our conversations and stuff, I've learned them from you and I've learned them from conversations with you. So it's so odd to like hear you feel like you can't execute them. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I think the conversation actually just kind of helped me realize that I I think that my overall disappointment in people because that's another thing consistent between me and my siblings like I don't think we like people or maybe it's not that we don't like people I think we just find people our experiences of people very disappointing like is just kind of something that we share similar sentiment on and I've always thought I was good at not letting my disappointment in my experiences of people affect my behavior. 
But I think this was like a really good reminder that I've I've actually developed a lot of attitude of like, well, if this is just how it is, it's how it is. You know, like if people are a certain way, they're just a certain way. Um, and you can't make people do anything. Like I've, I say that a lot and it's not that I don't believe it, but I just thought to myself, like if my brother took my insistence mm-hmm. as evidence of me just thinking a certain way and like him not being able to change my mind or work through stuff, we would have got off that call way earlier than we did upset with one another. Right. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It was just a, a reminder to me that I, yeah like I don't know it just made me notice that oh like I've actually like something in myself has actually switched in a way that I don't think I like or is good like I don't want to be that person I don't want to be like resistant um especially when I'm dealing with people I love or people who I know have the same intention as me because that's the beauty of a conversation with my brother like we're here who's going anywhere like we're still you're still gonna be my brother at the end of the day and I think that base level is like we want that relationship to be positive and so things are worth pushing through for that reason like everything is worth working out and gradually dissecting and trying to be open and empathetic and not raising your voice and you know not being abrupt and not just sh- shutting down because like I was trying to do, I was literally like shutting down and trying to shut down the conversation and he just thought, and and I don't, and all, like, I don't know. I think there was just also an aspect where in life, I just don't generally feel very fought for often. Mm-hmm. And that was, it was just really nice to feel, like obviously it was my brother, but it was just really nice to feel like, oh, this person is like going to make sure that this goes well like they're just they've just decided that this is going to be good and even at different points in the conversation he would literally be like no like we need to talk this out because it's going to be good when we're done like on the other he was just like this conversation report and on the end on the other end of this conversation is something good which we've talked about with conflict is like there's it's good things at the other end of it but i don't know i guess i just didn't realize how much I had stopped living like a lot of the things I really believe and want yeah. to believe so it was really eye-opening for me and it was just like super positive no this it, it sounds beautiful in a lot of places and I'm happy that that was a really positive experience for you yeah of you know just not being the person to do the pushing and like get some experience that and also just being able to resolve your conflict in a in a very good way, but also for the revelation that it gave you about things that you want to change going forward. So yeah, no, it sounds really like good. I don't I don't want to be I don't want to be like so overly guarded that I'm the source of the negativity. Yeah, and like so resistant that. Because again, even my resistance, it was out of a perception that like, oh, well, if he sees me this way, then there's no point. Like if he sees me this way, then I, I definitely can't be the right person for this to, to be, you know, communicating with him or having these kinds of conversations with him. But I'm the one who imposed that negativity and that resistance. Like mm-hmm. 
it wasn't an either or situation. And if he had just left it, I really would have thought it was. But I created that myself. And so as much as like, I know, I think it was just a little injection for me to remember that like conversations, even even conflicting ones are like, they're worth the they're worth the churn and I'm not always gonna like I hope that uh, there'll be times where I'm not the person who's always the the one to like push through the convo and fight for the convo but it's okay if I am too like if the conversation is a conversation worth fighting for with with people worth fighting for and Mm -hmm. arguing well with like I don't know. I, I'm I'm like, I'm just, I just felt so proud and I just feel like, oh, look at my brother. I raised him so well. <laughs> He's turned out. <laughs> okay. But like, yeah, it just, arguing well is so important. Like, yeah, that's great. It sounds like and a the, win for, for the both of you. Yeah. For the fact that like, we've become people who have the capacity. I mean, obviously execution, shaky, in every you know in this situation execution was good yeah execution shaky in real life but the fact that like just to know that like oh wow we have the capacity to argue really well like that's something that i that we didn't get growing up and so to know that we've like built that is super encouraging because it just means that we can build so many other things that we didn't have um yeah it's just and really you nice. You don't have to be as afraid about repeating old patterns. Right. Because that's a real thing. Yeah. But it was also funny because it was the exact same day as that argument, the breastfeeding yeah. argument was circulating. <laughs> <laughs> the argument we're referring to is actually from a video of a Nigerian YouTube couple in the conversation, the man is talking about his goals and visions and dreams regarding the breastfeeding of their child. And the woman is essentially sharing the struggles that she's faced through breastfeeding and the overall um, misunderstanding and insensitivity that she feels she's experiencing. <laughs> I mean, they did kind of argue well, though, considering... A lot of people don't even get to argue in that way. So at least they are on the right track. I found him really quite condescending though. Oh, I mean, 100%. Um, I, I said, so the whole thing was upsetting. <laughs> they can't even lie. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's like, uncle, no, like, I've already, I've already explained it all I can say on that. Just, I've already said it. The part where he called her breast his breast, I was like, "Oh my okay. gosh, Charles, that heck? was that wasn't cute at all." Actually, it was such a low point. I'm like, I and I, and that's the thing. He was trying to be cute, you know. That whole it actually was all cute. those mentions of like trying to like do a we we we, but it's like there's no we, there's no we in pregnancy there's no we in childbirth like, there's no we in breastfeeding yeah I, I was like i experienced the pain with you i'm like you were there for the pain you ain't really though what, yeah. what are you saying you literally were present to 
see it. You didn't experience it. No one has this as much as me. I'm just like, shut up. Shut. Honestly, he was on it. He was, <laughs> was annoying. He was annoying. I can't even lie. I think, though, the main thing I got out of that is for as long as your basic point is false, there's just no level of understanding that you can be that is going to fix the matter. Like we could say, oh, maybe they, maybe we say, oh, they argued well because they, you know, they ended up making it through the conversation. But if on a basic level, like what you believe is, I don't know, I, I guess I just think about the same, the same way as if you come to me now and you're, and you believe something racist, like you're, you're coming to me to argue that you know, we cannot have that conversation less... because I cannot argue well with you on that one. Right. Like there's just, no just arguing well. if you come to me and your basic point is that like, oh, well, I need to do, do this for you because black people are less intelligent or because women are so weak. I'm like that from that starting point, walking you through with understanding da da da. Like, I, I guess I could try I depending try. on the caliber of human. Like some people can, some people are good at the, you know, trying to like work you through while your reasoning is faulty. As for, for as long as your reasoning is faulty at the base level, like there's just no way that like, Oh, look at this perf- beautiful example of listening and da da da. It's like, no, you've just belittled me and then I'm doing the humble work of educating you. Yeah. Like, that's what I saw. I, I felt her of. pain, Sha. I felt bad Damn. for the poor girl. She really seemed like she was in pain. And yeah. I could hear the pain in her voice. And the fact that the other one that she's married is out here having a vision. If, okay. If that threw me so much. That was the craziest part. <laughs> the having a vision for how, for breastfeeding. But I talked about that. With, I talked still, about that. With. There's still months too. She barely has enough for the now child in front of her. Now you want her to be saving and storing. Said my vision. You see, said that the vision is that the child. What is you can't like to year? stay there and breastfeed the child yourself. With your vision. <laughs> like the division include whose breast this child was supposed to get. Milk um, because... Did the vision? Did the vision include whether the child was actually was going to you know self-wean at an earlier point the vision include just the your rubbish, rubbish. spouse's health right like, you, you just decided like, the person that you love you're not out, out here even if she doesn't want to push herself wanting to do all these things and i mean according to women who have experienced it stress actually doesn't even help you exactly with the pain. It, it hinders you yeah you have a husband like how, um maybe we should how did he even say we should uh pump i we we <laughs> There's no we in breast pumping. There's just not all these things. <laughs> she's like, she's like, you can like to pump by yourself, right? That's just insulting. That's not. <laughs> oh yeah, that's not progressive. <laughs> when you say things like that, it's regressive. <laughs> no, I was even just thinking this word. This would change the life of a mango. Uh, the one that you sent the, the it was the, me she sent the life it. of a mango uh, breast milk version of it breast milk edition this is a reference to a parody of spoken word by this Nigerian actor and comedian named Lassisi and in the context of the breastfeeding argument some Nigerian also made a version of spoken word with the messages and 
statements from the argument itself. Hi guys, Misha here with a quick correction from the editing suite. So the person actually quoted something that the guy said during the argument word for word and I shared it to the group basically saying that he sounds like when Lassisi does the spoken word thing. Oh my gosh, yeah, that was a chaotic thing to behold. I mean, clearly there's a lot of love there and they love each other, like, which is a great foundation. Well, sometimes love is not enough and I hope it's not for them. I'm not saying, but in general, yeah. you know, sometimes love is Again, we can, to me, once your fundamental view, like your actual fact that you're working with is wrong, it just means that any quote-unquote arguing well that we're doing isn't arguing well. I'm accepting being belittled while humbly educating you yeah. and hope and hoping that you get to the point where you realize like that was what you actually made me do. Yeah. Right? This, for me, I think again, to the kind of point that you made with your brother, let's look at the premise. What is the premise of this argument? Mm -hmm. I want what's best for the child and you don't. Right. I, I mean, what is actually the premise of this argument here? Like, I think what's best for the child is to have no breast milk. And you like you really think that she doesn't want the best for her child. <sighs> like, I think if we start from looking at it from, like, looking at the actual premise of whatever argument you're having, you kind of have to have sense at some point. Because um, if you realize that, okay, she, you guys are on that same page, then you understand that she's doing the best that she can to meet the same goal that you have. Um, yeah. But you created a vision... And you're now looking for somebody to just sit there and fill in the I vision. I can't like, I can't get past the vision. I just don't understand how you can have a vision for somebody else's breast. Like, how? He said it's his breast now, so I don't know what to do like, <laughs> for him again. Like, I just... So often, I really wish that all these things were genuinely equal. That, like, having a child was, like, 50-50. We don't know who will end up carrying the baby. <laughs> <laughs> On top of all the biological things, sorry, then you have to go to work again and be struggling for a core pain instead of. Uh, like, it's just like, can we breathe though? Can we be great? Can we leave? Can we rest? Well, I'm happy for you and your realization that you had from from your conflict. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that was a really, it was just really insightful, and I know sometimes you don't, you just don't know what you need or what you're gonna get out of something, you know as Oprah would call it, you know, your, like, aha moments. Yeah, I know, <laughs> and that's so And the revelation true. of them, right? Yeah. So, yeah, it was good. And also just overall grateful to have spaces where, like, conflict is a source of growth. Like, that's not the case for a lot of people and the conversations that they have, right? I know, and I... I mean, you know, we've talked about this many times. That I, I don't see conflict is not a bad thing. We mm -hmm. mostly try to talk about it like it's a bad thing. And I think conflict is important, but we all just need to kind of learn to handle that better. So I think the more that we lean into conflict and see it as an opportunity for something great at the end, the better for all of us, honestly, as a whole. Yeah. And I also just think the, the more open, like that posture of openness where you're just not shutting down or jump into extremes or like you're you're always looking as I said at the possibility of what good can come out of the end like the deeper understanding the yeah. reflectiveness what you learn about yourself what you learn about the other person and how to engage with them like there's just so much in it that is positive if you are 
willing to be less attached to your own point of view and your own gra gra and you know insisting that you understand what it's like to mm-hmm. have a woman's body and women's issues <laughs> when you just don't and you never will right yeah so yeah no it was it was great it was great and i think my brothers were all pleased that they paint him in a good light so <laughs> happy well, about that <laughs> nice all right so we know that we're not conflict averse by any stretch of the imagination i mean we've established that not like we're out here seeking conflict or trying to agree stupid conflicts are big like it's not it's still not fun that's the other thing like it's still not not fun fun, right when you're in the thick of it it's not enjoyable so to that end though i would like to know would you consider yourself conflict averse or not yeah please tell us that's i mean obviously the answer for us is no but i do want to know that from other people and get a sense of like people's overall views on conflict and the role that it plays in their life and feelings about it thoughts on it yeah i want to know know what the people think um well that's it for this conversation but we have an announcement for you (laughs) would you like to tell the announcement well um this is our final conversation of the season cycle Cycle, it's true we decided it's true we decided on cycle why america's next top model america's next top model and and periods for periods periods as we are people who have periods (laughs) so we figured cycle was appropriate (laughs) Um, but we will be back soon uh, I mean, follow us on social media, continue to engage with us on social media, and we'll keep you informed about when we're coming back. In the meantime, you really do want to follow us on social media, though, because we are going to be having giveaways while we're gone. We're going to be, you know, having some exclusive other, like, other minis dropping here and there. Just, yeah. we will not keep you hanging during the period, so just make sure to continue to engage with us on social media, so you can get in on these great giveaways that we're going to be having for you. Yeah, and also, like, tell us what you thought. We kind of did this for a little while. It's our first time. We would appreciate your thoughts and feedback. We would appreciate you sharing it. All that Ray fun review, stuff. Please. Yes, give me a We just love to, yeah, hear how you thought it was. So, yeah. Hit us up. And if you have questions for us as well, that's something else we had been toying around with is the idea of maybe doing a live during this period while we're on our break. Um, if you have questions, but again, like, we need the questions to come in first because we don't want to be sitting there talking to ourselves. That exactly. would be great. So please like, let us know if you have questions, like DM us, email us, all the things. We really do want to hear from you. And you know what else we need in addition to questions? We need a break. <laughs> True. So, that we do. So, that we do. Yeah, but it's been, I mean, I've enjoyed this process and the output and it's been fun it's been a cool different kind of engagement with people and also with you cousin so yeah i i've I've loved every every part of it it's been great i I mean you know this cute cute how adorable well thanks again for oh my goodness for rocking with us for an entire cycle it's so exciting um and we will be back soon continue to take care of yourself all right then till Till next time. It's been fun. Right. Bye, cuz. Yeah, bye, cuz. Love, Love you. Say this word I'm about to give you would change a life of a mango. 
I never want to say words like the rambo, for tambo, ango, lanzu, my nango. Now the words I speak can never be news because everything I say is not a news. I say that melodies find peace in the eyes of a chicken and that is why a crocodile tears run through your owner. Because we are in a time of Corona, the fine people dying from Corona, Pona, you can never tell to my donor. I sniff my hand in my armpits, sniff it, snitched it. It's like a snitched. Now you didn't get that. You didn't get it. I'll do it again. I said I shook my hand in my armpit and I bring it out and I sniffed it. Because those who get it are like snitches. Because snitches get stitches. Don't clap, don't clap, don't clap yet, don't clap. Don't clap. Thanks so much for listening. Are You Me was created by the two of us. It's edited by our sister Misha and produced by our friend Falaran in partnership with Yawa. We love you guys. The music was produced by the incredible David, aka Dalet. Don't forget to subscribe so you know when we drop a new conversation. And if you liked what you heard, give us all the stars and a good review. And also tell a friend to tell a friend. We'd love to hear from you. Follow us at Pod on Instagram and Twitter. You can also send us an email at rumepodcast at gmail.com. We send out periodic newsletters with fun bonus content. Sign up on our website at ayumipodcast.com. Take good care of yourself. Till next time, this has been Are You Me? Me?